You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The terrific football Tuesday edition of You Better, You Better Rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here with you on the BetQL Network. Ah. I feel like we need to keep doing the stadium plug at the start of every hour here in the first week being on stadium. So for our longtime listeners and viewers, apologize. But also for the people on stadium, welcome. It's great to have you here. Uh, Stadium carrying us 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern now. Weekdays, watchstadium.com, YouTube TV, Roku, Amazon, Fubo, Samsung TV Plus, Tubi, and more. Nailed at that time. All, all it took was me um, uh, switching Fubo and Amazon and the uh, the lineup that was given to me that smart I printed man. out. Very <laughs> smart man. Use that I new mean, printer. Yeah. I got to tell you, the printers changed my life in the year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> you get a fax machine. <laughs> having, having, I just got a beeper, by the way, and a next yeah, Beep, beep. Yeah. Uh, having Roku and Fubo next to each other, as it turns out, was, was not a great idea for someone who talks for a living. So we switched those, Amazon and Fubo, uh, a little bit better. We got a badass two hours coming your way here on You Better You Bet. Power hour, final hour, one hour from now. We'll give you the games we've already bet for week four in the National Football League. We'll talk some Ryder Cup with Jason Sobel from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. And we will give you all our bets for tonight. 20 minutes from now, we'll get back to our handicap of week four in the National Football League with P-squared B squared. We'll give you our handicap and early bets for the Eagles and the Commanders in Philly, the Chiefs and the Jets on Sunday Night Football in the Jersey Meadowlands, and then the Giants and the Seahawks on Monday Night Football also in the Jersey Meadowlands. That's coming up 20 minutes from right now. But joining us right now on the show, I've been super excited about this ever since our executive producer, Alex Vasano told us that this guest would be joining us today on this terrific Football Tuesday. An absolute legend in the sports broadcasting field, the voice of college football on CBS, the voice of the SEC on CBS, the great Brad Nessler joins us here on You Better You Bet on Twitter at Brad underscore Nessler CBS. Brad, welcome to You Better You Bet. It's great to have you here on the show. Nick Costos and Ken Barkley with you. How's it going? Hey, Nick. Uh, you know, every time you start a, a word with the two letters F U, you got to be careful where you put them. So, I mean, I, I'm glad you got the, I'm glad you got those things turned around backwards or forwards, whatever that is. So many, so many TV providers, Brad. He's just, he's got to, he's got to promote them all. And and you know, Roku, Fubo. There's a there's a lot going on there. Let, I think. Let, gonna, let's get can... the two ones with all the vowels like right next right. to each other yeah, and see like, how this goes. How can we combine these to make terrible words as uh, as much as possible, uh, Brad? The, the first thing I wanted to ask you, obviously, is uh, you know you've seen Georgia play this year. Like you you've you've actually been at the game watching the play. I haven't. Uh, in the betting market, they're the favorite to win their third straight national championship. Obviously, won the last two, going for three straight. But betters, I think, kind of feel like maybe Georgia might be a little vulnerable this year. Michigan is caught up to them in terms of odds to win the title. Some other teams have gotten closer. Do do you think this Georgia team is maybe a little bit more vulnerable than the last two years based on what you've seen? Yeah, so far what I've seen. I've only seen them once in person, but I've seen their film for just about everything they've done. Um, You know, I've seen the first week I saw Ohio State, and they were number three, I think, at the time. 
Uh, second week, I saw Michigan. They were number two at the time. Third week, I saw Georgia number one and still are number one. And then last weekend, I saw Penn State, which was seven going in and now there's six. So I've seen four of the top supposedly six teams in the country, and it's fun to get a chance to kind of compare them a little bit. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I thought UAB would get some points on Georgia last weekend just because I know Trent Dilfrey's a good friend, and I knew his quarterback was good enough to at least uh, – you know, kind of stretch the Georgia defense a little bit. So giving up 21 points for Georgia is not normal. Uh, but they haven't played anybody yet away from home, guys. So uh, they got to go on the road this weekend. That's a whole different animal. But I think, oh. you know, if you're going to get Georgia, you better get them this year and you better get them pretty quick. So not asking you, Brad, to obviously give like a like a bet on the game or anything like that. More just like kind of like as you conceptualize the game, like kind of like what do you think we're going to see happen on Saturday in general terms, right? Georgia a little bit more than a two-touchdown favorite at Auburn total in the game, sitting at 47.5. So it's basically, do you think Georgia wins this game in blowout fashion? Do you think it's a high-scoring game? Like early on in the week here, obviously, just like your first conceptualization of how this game is going to play out. Well, um, let's put it this way, Nick. After watching Auburn last weekend, um, I hope they score some points because their offense looked like the Bears. And that, no, wait, that's too soon. Um, their offense looked as bad as the Falcons. Now, that's too soon for me, too. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I hope Auburn shows up. Um, you know, Georgia's getting better and Auburn's going backwards. That's all I could say right now. And uh, their offense was pathetic against Texas A&M. And if they wouldn't have scored a fumble return for a touchdown, they might not have gotten any kind of touchdown. So um, just looking at it that way, but I know what Jordan-Hare Stadium's like, and Carson Beck hasn't been on the road yet for Georgia. Uh, he's had the friendly confines of being at home between the hedges for four weeks. That'll be a different animal. He, he won't kind of know what hit him sound-wise, um, you know, when he gets to Auburn. But he's been really cool, and he's been playing great. So um, I don't know. We'll just have to see. I'm not into. I don't even know what all that stuff is you just said. I don't even. I'm not a better, so I don't. I don't have any idea what's over under on top of. I know Georgia can get on top of you pretty easy on defense because they're pretty good. Wait, wait, and, and and Ken, let's just let's just be honest about something. A college team could never beat an NFL team. Also, I was about to say we're also we're I only think a few Auburn weeks might... away. Auburn might from, be from Bears. Bears, Bears, Georgia, Bears, Georgia on a neutral field. We're, we're probably only a few weeks away from those dumb tweets Justin, coming Justin out. Field, yeah. Justin Fields' revenge game. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. I didn't think about that. Uh, <laughs> really, 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 really stupid. Um, Brett, another team that you, you've seen this year, and I'm sure you mentioned you watch tape on Georgia a lot. The, the teams at the top of the Big Ten are always really good, right? Ohio State's always really good. Michigan's usually really good. Penn State feels like they're extremely interesting this year. And I think betters are kind of trying to figure out what the right order of Big Ten teams is here. So Michigan is the current betting favorite to win the Big Ten. Ohio State is behind them. Penn State behind them. Now, obviously, these teams haven't played each other yet. That'll happen towards the end of the season at a variety of locations, sort of like a cross match between the three. If you had to order those three teams right now, maybe it's most likely to win the championship instead of the Big Ten. Would, would you have them in that order, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, or a different order? I would probably have it Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State after the first month of the season. You know, like, uh, you know, I had Ohio State in the opener, and I maybe shouldn't judge them from, from that game. And I didn't get a chance to see their Notre Dame game because, I, quite frankly, I was a little bit busy uh, freezing my butt off in the booth at Penn State. But, um, uh, you know, I just think uh, Penn State's a little more complete. I think Michigan's bigger. Michigan's built sort of like SEC teams. Their defense, I like their defense just because I look at them and I think Georgia 
Alabama, LSU, you know, that type of thing. Penn State's defense is a little bit different. They're a little bit longer, lighter, maybe faster on the edges than some of the other teams. And then, you know, they got two great backs, three great backs, really, Penn State, and uh, their, their quarterback's only going to get better. He's he's going to be the real deal. Um, he, he played really good in the swap the other night. So, J.J. McCarthy's the best quarterback I've seen of those guys. Um, Carson Breck and Drew Aller were right there. Um, you know, the kid at Ohio State did not play that great, but it was his first game, and I know he played a lot better and played great on their drive uh, to beat Notre Dame. So I'd probably go uh, Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State in that order right now, but that could change dramatically in the next couple of weeks. And I know, Brad, you said, like, you didn't get to see you. You were busy, to be fair. The end of the Notre Dame-Ohio State game, I got to tell you, man, you want to see, like, horrendous coaching decisions at the ends of games? Then this was for you, the, the, the <laughs> final couple of minutes of Notre Dame and Ohio State. Of course, won in heart-stopping fashion by the Buckeyes, like, almost literally at the buzzer. You better you bet here on a terrific football Tuesday. Nick Costos and Ken Barkley, a pleasure to be talking college football with the voice of college football on CBS, the great Brad Nessler. Brad is on Twitter at Brad underscore Nessler CBS. Brad, I want to just stick with the uh, the Big Ten teams for a second here and talk about the three quarterbacks that you mentioned. In the Heisman Trophy market, um, it's Caleb Williams from USC and Michael Penix Jr. from Washington are the two co-favorites um, right now. Drew Aller, a little bit farther down the board at 40-1, to 1, and then McCarthy and McCord, the Michigan and Ohio State quarterback, respectively, at 35-1. to 1. So they're, what that means is like they are not thought to be like the favorites right now to win the Heisman Trophy. Do, do you like one more than the other to rack up like incredible stats over the rest of the year? Do you prefer for one, I know you said you think McCarthy's the best one. Do you think that translates in terms of the statistics? Any of those names stand out to you as far as Heisman Trophy is concerned this year? No, probably not. Um, I'd be more apt to say that one of the Ohio State receivers will end up above those guys, um, or one of the Michigan tailbacks will end up in front of those guys. But I don't think those teams are built for worrying about um, you know 400 yard games and five touchdowns and all that stuff that um, you know USC and and uh, and Washington are doing with Penix and, and the defending Heisman guy. Uh, but I think they're built to win the, the rings, the natties, the championship, maybe as much, if not more, than anybody else. So, I don't know. I look at it differently. I don't vote for the Heisman until um, the December 3rd or 4th or whenever the SEC championship game's over. So, I'm one of those guys that waits and, and waits and waits and waits and waits, and, and I don't get an early thing in there. Sometimes – you know, by midseason, I look at guys and go, holy cow, their numbers are unbelievable. I don't think any of those guys' numbers are going to be close to what, you know, Williams or Penix or um, some of those guys are going to put up. So from a number standpoint, I wouldn't bet on any of them being a Heisman winner, but I would I would think that any of them are capable of winning a national championship, which is more important if you ask me. Yeah, absolutely, Brad. I think, and, you know, to be fair, the betting market kind of reflects that, right? Like more credit for Michigan, more credit for Ohio State than some of the Pac-12 teams. But let's talk about the Pac-12 for a second, just because you mentioned it, like maybe maybe all offense, maybe this doesn't translate to winning national championships, but there's a lot of excitement, obviously, about that conference this year. Maybe they don't get any teams in the playoff. Maybe they do get one. USC, Oregon, and Washington in the betting market have kind of emerged, obviously, as the, the three most likely teams to win. Utah would probably be also in that mix with Cam Rising maybe playing do you have a team even if that means none of these teams are going to win the title maybe they none of them play defense everything that we're talking about before but just to win the conference is there one of those teams you like a lot more than the other oh man um i don't have their schedules in front of me and i don't do pac 12 so i you know i'm a bad guy to ask i would i would say if there's a guy other than Penix or williams that's heisman capable it's bo nicks <laughs> no. 
I've lived. It seems like I've lived with Bo for so long, and now I'm 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 loving the fact that he's having better is agree uh, so much so much success out there. I mean, uh, you know, I'm going to miss him at Auburn when I go down there this weekend, and I missed him last year when I went to Auburn. Um, but you know, I'm happy for him. What a change of scenery and what it can do for some people. You know, so I don't, I don't know, guys. I, I haven't watched enough of their games. I, I did try to watch a little bit of Oregon and Colorado, just like everybody else did, I guess, and. That didn't surprise me too much that that happened, but um, yeah, I, I can't. I really can't comment on on those guys out there because I haven't seen them play enough. You, you know, sports betters agree with you on the Bo Nix thing. I, I mean, Justin Herbert's been in the NFL for like it seems like 15 years already, and I remember that Auburn or, Oregon opener where Herbert threw the ball out of the end zone at the end of the game with the Bo Nix comeback. So sports betters definitely agree that uh, Bo Nix has been in our lives for a long time. Uh, Brad. As far as Alabama's concerned, you know, we had a conversation on the show last week, like, is, is Alabama going to go under eight and a half wins? That was their adjusted win total um, in the market. Now, obviously, this does not look like a vintage Alabama team that we've seen with Nick Saban. Uh, did get a big win last week against Ole Miss. Uh, thoughts on Bama this year, and can can they, quote-unquote, turn this around with, uh, with just the one loss to Texas? What are you expecting the rest of the year from Nick Saban and Alabama in about one minute? I, I think they're really capable of losing another game i think when they play lsu that's going to be tough i've got them next week at texas a&m and i don't think a&m's that good but this isn't nick's normal kind of team and uh, you know and now that he's kind of picked that it's going to be Jalen milrow at least for the foreseeable future they looked a lot better i think once they just made up their mind and quit goofing around with are we going to do ty simpson or tyler buckner or whatever and um they got to go back to you know, RPO in a little bit with Milrow letting him run and letting Royale Williams and those guys run. They're not a vintage. <laughs> all those vintage quarterbacks that he's had are all starting in the NFL, and they don't have one right now. So they got to do it in a different way. Um, can they run the table? Yeah, maybe till the SEC title game. Can they get beat again and maybe more than once? Yeah, but <laughs> it just depends on the game. You know, um, they weren't as horrible as they looked against – Texas and and they aren't probably as good as they looked last week just winning a game that they should have won Brad forgive me for not knowing the answer to this question are are you a Chicago Bears fan because that had like when you said that earlier it kind of had like jaded Bears fan kind of I know you said that about the Falcons also are you a Chicago Bears fan no I'm a Falcons fan and I, I grew up in Minnesota so I was a diehard Viking fan so when you said talking about screwing up a mess from a coaching standpoint in the last couple minutes of a game, I got to give the Vikings and the Chargers equal credit for that mess in the end of that game the other day. So, Brad, um, I got to tell you, know, you I'm kind of good for the Vikings now, even though I grew up loving them. And so I'm a Falcons fan. And and what Desmond Ritter didn't do on Sunday was pretty pathetic too. So I guess I'm just down on everybody that had a bad offensive weekend. Uh, just like I got to tell you, man, you said like you're not a sports better, and that's great. Like you, you sound like one. <laughs> you, you sound like us, like watching after the Vikings Chargers game and watching a lot of these games. Brad, we sincerely appreciate it. Know your schedule is insane this time of year. Thank you very much for making the time to join us on the show at Brad underscore Nestler on CBS. Uh, Brad and Gary will be on the call coming up this week of Georgia and Auburn. We sincerely appreciate it. Safe travels. Have a great call, and hopefully we'll get to do this again down the line. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Brad Nestler joining us here on You Better You Better. I got to tell you, like that was magnificent. What a good guy! Sounds like he bet. Sounds like he bet Vikings Chargers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he sounds, he sounds like a, like a like a like a hardened sports better for sure. Coming up next, our handicap continues of NFL Week Four.